This is Design Safe Radio, where natural hazards researchers strive to make our society more resilient to everything nature throws at us. Join us for this special episode on the Mary Science Plan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Design Safe Radio. I'm your host, Dan Zayner, and here with me is uh, my colleague from the NARI Network Coordination Office. All the way from sunny Hawaii, we have uh, Dr. Ian Robertson. Always good to see you and your fantastic uh, self. It's just uh, really great anytime we get to any to chat at all. So good to see you, Ian. Thanks, Dan. Nice to see you, too. Um, for those who aren't familiar with you and your work, uh, can you give us a kind of a brief overview of uh, what you do within the NCO and uh, kind of outside as well? And then we'll talk about the science plan today. Sure. Uh, so I'm a professor of structural engineering at the University of Hawaii. Um, I hold the author NL2 Distinguished Professor seat. Um, and I also serve on the NCO. Uh, my primary task on the Network Coordinating Office for NERI is the development of a third edition of the science plan, the NERI science plan. Yeah, so this is not your normal science plan. It is a really big coordinated effort, uh, lots of people involved. Uh, so can you give us an overview of what is the science plan? How, why do we have a third edition now? Uh, and, and who all is on the team writing this thing? Sure. So the NERI does have two preceding science plans. Uh, first, published in 2019, in 2017, I'm sorry. Uh, the second published, if I remember correctly, in 2020. Um, the idea for the third science plan was the increased um, incorporation of two primary, in fact, three primary elements that were missing in, or at least, um, less significant in the previous science plans. So um, the Converge Center, which focuses on social science aspects of hazard mitigation, um, joined the NERI community uh, a couple of years into the formation of NERI. And though they were mentioned in the second science plan, it was felt that a lot more of our engineering research should incorporate its effect on society, on the social implications that it has for the people who will be affected by our. Uh, the second was that the Sim Center, which focuses on developing simulation tools to aid in our estimation of damage or our simulation of the performance of different mitigation measures, etc. The Sim Center also started a little later than the other components of NERI. Um, and also took a while to get up to speed where they were actually producing tools that could be used. Now those tools are available. A lot of them are available. They're still developing more, but we wanted to uh, focus and uh, get more of those incorporated into the science plan so that researchers knew what was available. And the third component is that under Converge, um, NSF has funded a number of extreme event reconnaissance and research networks. So for example, GEAR, the Geotechnical Extreme Event Research uh, Reconnaissance Network has been around for decades um, and modeled on their success, NSF wanted other EARs, as we call them, Extreme Event Reconnaissance or Research, EARs, to focus on other aspects of the consequences of natural hazards. And so we now have one for structural 
We have one for nearshore events. We have one for industrial um, issues uh, to do with social science, the SEER network. So there are eight in all. There's a new one on public health peer network. Um, those eight were not mentioned at all in previous editions of the science plan. And so, uh, and, and in fact, a lot of the ideas that come for new research in the hazards field actually come from the consequence of research, of reconnaissance after hazard events. That's where we see where the weaknesses are, the successes and the failures, and we can work to encourage the successes and to remediate or find ways where in future construction, we don't have the same failures. Um, so yeah, th those three components added to this third edition of the science plan was enough to convince us that it was necessary. Uh, in addition, we're adding effects of climate change, which obviously are affecting us in many ways. We're also encouraging a broadening of the scope of the NERI uh, focus. NERI has focused typically on earthquakes, uh, high wind events, hurricanes and tornadoes, and coastal flooding associated with hurricanes or storms um, and tsunamis associated with earthquakes. And that was the scope of the natural hazards. Uh, we've changed the terminology to talk about atmospheric um, events, which would include the high wind and hurricane, et cetera, events, um, and seismic events. But the atmospheric would also include wildfires uh, and flooding other than coastal riverine flooding, yeah. urban flooding, uh, high rainfall. All of those are affected by climate change. And so we've, we've attempted in this third science plan to expand on the scope. And NSF is doing more in the way of funding and supporting wildfire research and interior flooding research. So uh, I think we're moving in the right direction. So yes, yeah, I, of I agree. I agree. I mean, bo both of us are, are uh, infinite, intimately familiar, uh, unfortunately, with, with some of those new areas that uh, Neri is moving into research-wise of wildfires, that urban uh, uh, interface with uh, with wildlands. I mean, one island over from you, I just had an extreme wildfire, and Oregon is now, right. you know, and we just have wildfire season from July to October. It's just a part of life now, and tens of thousands of acres burned, and um you know, sometimes uh, many more than that. And it's uh, a, a definitely an area that, I, I mean, over the years of being in NERI, I'm sure you get this question a lot. Why are why isn't the NSF investing in wildfire research? And we've always, we've typically given the answer, well, that's another flavor of government money. We can't do that. But now the NSF is, uh, has made some strides in that area and we're happy to uh, to lead the way in uh, the new science to plan. To lead the way, absolutely. Yep. 